0: why don't we get to the denouncing the other side of midnight presents denunciations let me begin by denouncing the state of hawaii hawaii uh i had a great time in hawaii when i was there i did notice how expensive everything was and when i say everything i mean everything and um there's a Detailed study looking at the best and worst states for America's middle class. And the they looked at go banking rates, analyzed a variety of factors spanning the top concerns for middle income Americans. And they characterize middle income as being a family that earns between 35000 and $99,000 per year. They looked at income, education, housing, and they found that if you look across the board, the absolute worst state for the middle class is Hawaii. I must tell you, I am not the least bit surprised. Um, When I was there, I had a great time. Everything costs a fortune. You want to get a cup of coffee you better make sure that um, you're eligible for a second mortgage on your house. I mean, I'm I'm exaggerating, but only slightly. It is very expensive. Really, not a uh, not a great place for middle income people. I must also denounce Marjorie Taylor Green. Um, her remarks when she was in New York. Now, uh, unlike a lot of people, uh, the mayor and others, I think it's great that she was here in New York. She's clearly a big Trump supporter. Trump was, uh, you know, going to be arraigned. She wanted to show her support. I think that's great. I think as New Yorkers, we should be welcoming to visitors from all over the country and welcoming to visitors of all political stripes. We want increased tourism and we want people to know that New York City is a city for everyone. Now, her comments um, about New York City were... Absurd. This is what she said about the greatest city in the world. She said, New York is disgusting. I compared it to what I called Gotham City. The streets are filthy. They're covered with people um, basically dying on drugs. They can't even stand up. They're falling over. There's so much crime in the city. I can't comprehend how people live there. You know what? Screw you, Marjorie Taylor Greene. You're a guest in our city. Who invited you here? Okay, you want to come here and then trash us? There's a reason that people are moving here from literally all over the world. This is one of the greatest cities in the world. Everything that you said is totally inaccurate. And it tells me you didn't really experience these things. I guarantee you not one person died on drugs in front of her in the time that she was here. Not one. Um, And she's a liar. She clearly was going to make these points about New York City anyway. And it kills me that she would say this because New Yorkers have the greatest character of any city, not just in America, but the world. You want to talk about toughness, you want to talk about wisdom, you want to talk about smarts. you want to talk about demonstrations of physical courage. Ask anybody that survived through September 11th. more so, ask the families of uh, New Yorkers who died on September 11th what it was like waiting for their loved one to come home or waiting to hear any word from them and getting nothing. And the last thing that these hardworking and in many cases lifelong New Yorkers need is for you to dump on them. But not only is she a liar and not only is she wrong, but she is a little dopey because the things that she said about New York and the people that are here were also totally inaccurate. She falsely claimed that Eric Adams threatened her. Now, I didn't vote for Eric Adams. I I probably won't vote for him again. But Eric Adams did not threaten her. There was no threat. And once you're claiming that you're threatened when people have not threatened you, that takes away any credibility that you have once you claim that you've been threatened. Because there are people that really are being threatened. And now that you've made up being threatened because a politician said something that you don't like about you being here and leading a demonstration, it it, it so erases the sting of what that accusation means. Additionally, you elevated, as Marjorie Taylor Greene elevated the public advocate, Jamani Williams, to Eric Adams' hand-picked top deputy. Jamani Williams is not... Handpicked by anybody except the voters. And he's certainly not picked by Eric Adams and not his top deputy. Jamani Williams was independently elected and he was elected to that position before Eric Adams was. He was a citywide elected official two years before Eric Adams was, two and a half years. So she is not just wrong about New York, she's just wrong on the facts. To me, how does this woman have any credibility? Um, I think the—whatever, uh, well, I'm not going to waste any more time. Uh, she had a great time leading a circus with uh, the her colleague in Congress, George Santos. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Joseph Tavella. Let me give you a pro tip, anybody listening. If you're going to engage in reckless driving— Don't record yourself doing it and post it on social media. If you're going to ignore that first piece of advice that I gave you, make sure you don't photograph any identifying tattoos. Sure enough, this Connecticut man is accused of recording himself speeding at 130 miles per hour along Route 7 in Norwalk and publicly posting it. Troopers have charged Joseph Tavella with reckless driving, driving while using a handheld device and second degree reckless endangerment. State police said they became aware of Instagram and Facebook videos that showed a driver traveling at speeds of about 133 miles per hour. Investigators recognized the strip of highway as Route 7. One video showed Tavella's 1970 Chevrolet Nova speedometer accelerate from 56 miles per hour to 133 miles per hour. Investigators said they noticed tattoos on the driver's right arm. There you have it. Joseph Tavella, for lack of judgment, reckless driving, and pure stupidity, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Judge Nita Samaj, a Bronx judge who made a very questionable decision to free a man who strangled his 15-year-old stepson to death. This was the latest in a series of very controversial rulings by the notoriously soft on crime judge, You see, criminal court judge Naida Samaj, who won a 14 year term on the bench in November of 2021, has been pretty notorious for letting killers loose on the streets and has even drawn a rebuke from Mayor Adams for going easy on a teen accused of shooting a cop. In February 2022, she cut loose two teenage criminals, including one charged with murder over the objection of the Bronx DA's office. Do you know how bad... You have to be for the Bronx DA's office not to want to let you out. I mean, you got to be ready to kill someone on your way out the door for the Bronx DA's office to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, don't let that guy go. And uh, now Manhattan DA's office uh, prosecutors and the Manhattan's DA's office headed by Alvin Bragg. I don't need to remind you that unless your name is Donald Trump and you're in the process of making hush money payments. Being tough on crime is not exactly a high priority for this office. Even this office said, wait a minute, wait a minute. The hold these people on bail. Um, and yet this person, Judge Samaj, lets them all out. Unbelievable. Judge Samaj, I do denounce you. I must denounce snoring. Snoring. Snoring is apparently being linked now to both brain damage and early dementia, Uh, specifically snoring as a result of sleep apnea. This could trigger cognitive decline, leading to early dementia. If you snore, I think the best thing for you really is to get a sleep study done to see if you have sleep apnea. Because scientists have discovered that sleep apnea, which typically results in snoring, cuts off blood and oxygen to the brain, which can lead to continued cognitive decline. So researchers gathered 27 men between the ages of 35 to 70 who were recently diagnosed with mild to severe obstructive sleep apnea, which is when an individual repeatedly stops and starts breathing while asleep. And besides the disorder, the participants were otherwise healthy. Sure enough, these guys were wearing special skull caps while sleeping to allow scientists to measure brain waves, in addition to monitoring blood oxygen levels. And researchers learned that individuals with severe sleep apnea were less aware, less focused, and had short-term memory issues and an inability to meet set goals in daily life. If you have snoring, if you're snoring, Get checked. Larry in Brooklyn, for instance, he he told us he has sleep apnea. Get checked. Use the mask. I know people who say their whole life has been changed by taking care of their sleep apnea problem. So, snoring, I do denounce you. I must also denounce SUNY Albany, the State University of New York at Albany, they have, they're being accused of racial discrimination because they have an intern program that's for black people only. Now, the Equal Protection Project has sent a cease and, desise, a cease and desist letter to SUNY claiming their paid summer internship program at two city of Albany public library branches violated federal civil rights laws. Didn't this strike anyone as a bad idea when they said, hey, let's allow, let's have an internship just for black people at this public university at a, a, I believe it was the city of Albany library system, which is also publicly funded. Um, Well, we can allow white people. No. Well, we can allow Spanish people. No. Oh, how about Asians? Can we allow a couple of Asians? No. Gays, gays. No, only if they're black. Jews? No. Nobody said. Oh well. Wait a minute. We, we taxpayer-funded university, interning people at a taxpayer-funded library, we're being blatantly racist. Maybe we shouldn't do it. Um. Apparently, at SUNY Albany, all the brain surgeons chose to become administrators elsewhere. SUNY Albany, I do denounce you. I must denounce Devin Spraggins. Now, this this is a really evil person, a total miscreant, a total uh, degenerate, a total, I don't like to use the word thug, but a total thug, who's accused of shooting a rookie police officer, and he was arrested last Thursday. And thankfully, this is the one guy in America, or at least in New York, that's being held without bail, but. Here's what I have an issue with. When he came out on Friday as he was being arrested, he saw all the cameras. And what did this 22-year-old young man do? He sees all the cameras. This is a guy that just killed a cop. Uh, No, excuse me. That did not kill a cop. That just shot a cop. Attempted murder, uh, which is one of the things he charged with. What did he do when he saw the cameras? He gave them the middle finger. Now, there you go. That is a class act. I hope this guy's mother is proud of him. Devin Spragans, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Alejandro De La Torre, 16 years old. And he has been scaling some of the tallest structures in New York for two years without getting caught until last week when he was nabbed alongside four other pals climbing to the top of the Williamsburg Bridge. And basically he said to the New York Post he just likes the adrenaline rush and the fear factor of it. Here's what I don't like. Um, The fact is you want to act like a jerk and do risky things. Okay, it's not good, but who are you really hurting? Just potentially yourself. What I don't like is by doing interviews and posting all this stuff on social media, which he's been doing, it encourages other dopey young people to try to climb to the top of the Williamsburg Bridge. And people could die or get seriously injured trying to emulate this guy in the stunts that he's doing. And I really think he should exercise a great deal more discretion. So, Alejandro Delatore, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Miami. Recent survey ranks Miami residents last, dead last in a in a survey of neighborliness. This was a determination made using data related to informal and formal volunteering. Gathered from the country's twelve largest metropolitan areas by AmeriCorps and the U.S. Census Bureau, Miami came in last in the informal helping category, and the three cities apparently with the nicest neighbors are, you know, and this whether one one of these cities I question, but can't argue with the data, right? Boston, Philadelphia. And Chicago. Chicago. There you have it. But Boston, number one. The most altruistic residents. And then lastly, I want to denounce Telangana and Andhra Pradesh. These are YouTubers. And these two people have begun using minors... For clickbait content, often endangering their lives. Basically, uh, the template across these videos called hashtag car prank is similar. The driver gives a lift to an unsuspecting minor, mostly boys, develops familiarity with them, then informs him that he's being kidnapped. Tells the boy he's being kidnapped. The child in most cases tries to open the car door and flee, but is prevented physically or through auto lock of the car and scared with fake syringes or drugs to evoke a dramatic reaction. The footage is carefully recorded on a dash cam fitted inside the car and later edited with emotive music and popular memes to elicit laughs from what would otherwise could have been passed off as a video of a crime. Uh this is mostly being done I believe in um in India but I believe also in Pakistan. So these videos have gotten millions of views and more than 60 million views on Instagram. Problematic as prank videos of children being kidnapped appear to be police there Say consent of the child and parents in such videos becomes crucial aspects when looking for legality. So some of these videos, the children of these parents, the parents of these children are actually giving consent. Similarly, uh, I want to denounce the AI pranker in that told uh, an Arizona mother. That her child was being kidnapped. Jennifer DiStefano is warning all parents after she almost became the target of this kidnapping hoax that sounded real. So she basically received a phone call from a number she didn't recognize. She wouldn't have picked up, but she knew her 15-year-old daughter, Brianna, was on a skiing trip, and she worried there could have been an emergency. So listen to this. It's her daughter's voice crying and sobbing saying Mom and the mother's like Okay, what happened? The daughter says, Mom, these bad men have me. Help me, help me. Then De Stefano said a man demanded she pay a ransom in exchange for her daughter Brianna's safe release. But he told her he didn't want a wire transfer for the ransom and wanted to go and pick her up instead. Luckily, DeStefano was able to confirm her daughter was safe within minutes. But she said the scheme utilized artificial intelligence, AI, to reproduce her daughter's voice, which is so incredibly disturbing. And you you might think that the police would make this a big issue, but they're not. They're saying this is essentially a prank, a phony phone call. This is awful. So if you're going to engage in pranks, either on YouTube or using AI, that involve people thinking that they're kidnapped or thinking that their child is kidnapped. You are a real lowlife. I mean, I, not only do I denounce you, but I want to spit upon you. Puh! Puh! I doubly denounce you. It's really just terrible. Um, all right. Uh, that slams the lid on this edition of Denunciations. If you have a comment on anyone that I have dis- I have denounced... You're welcome to call. You're welcome to call and call, uh, talk about anything else that we've talked about as well. 800 848 9222. That's 800 848 9222. Mark uh, just wrote me on the uh, interview with Earl Grey Anderson, which I thought was really interesting. He said, riveting testimony. The Howard Hughes connection to his mother was fascinating and hopefully worthy of further discussion. You know, yes, you know, it was the first time I ever interviewed Earl and I'd seen him on some of these shows and he's always great. But you never know how someone's going to be in a radio interview. I I might like to have him come back maybe for a full hour because I had uh, pages of questions for him. Uh, And I definitely would love to definitely come and have him back. All right. Uh, 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222, five open lines if you care to comment. This is The Other Side of Midnight, straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.